just get pucks deep, you know, play the corners hard, see if good things will happen for us. back just dishing it 37 can't believe it's been 37 already we're almost at 40 and then we're almost gonna be at 50 it is actually it is actually 37 this time yeah i pulled a little oopsie last week and uh i had uh 30 37 already i jumped the gun had 37 already on there and i tricked benny yep you got him good yep just just keep me on my toes that's what a good producer does though got him good yeah anyway i noticed it though so Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheeky, cheeky fellow over there. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Benny here with Toods and Derek, as always. Toods, a little bit under the weather. A we little, little bit. Sounds like he's been, you know, just in the fan section at the uh, the Steelers game there. You know, just, oh just screaming his lights out. Just getting helpful flags left oh right. yeah yeah he actually i will say i will say like an some... edmonton oilers fan who's one of those guys who every time on a power play shoot you're just worn right, out come on don't insult me benny jesus um <laughs> but uh no derek i i agree there was some calls there i mean that i was like all right whatever but I think that's been the story of officiating across the NFL oh, it's been a, all it's been a, season. It's been atrocious it's been all season. Absolutely horrible. And speaking of football, after we released the uh, uh, the sound clip from last week, um, I've been getting I've been getting some uh, some debates coming at me here. Some unhappy Bills fans with my comments there, but uh, you to know, be expected, it is what I, it is, right? I call it like I see it. Yeah. I mean, you're straight. The truth hurts right? sometimes, you know. Yeah. It does. It's just a matter of fact statement was really all it was. That's all it was. I didn't say anything that wasn't true. So, for those wondering, if you haven't seen it on our Twitter, or our Instagram, there's a there's a clip where Tudor goes through a, a very interesting stat for the Bills, but um, and and honestly, that was before the Jacksonville game. So yeah, so now they really stink. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Like now it's not even like we don't know how good they are. Now they just stink. <laughs> All right. It's still too early for that. We just lost we just lost to Urban Meyer. Yeah, good. I mean seriously. Actually, I mean, you know what? Congrats though. I mean I'm a Michigan Bills fan. I've been out here doing to Urban community Meyer for service. Years. <laughs> Given the Jags a win in North America, I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it is what it is. But you know what? We don't have to spend any more time on this right now. Yeah, we'll be a lot of season left on that, and yeah, we'll we, be laughing about it in the Super Bowl. It's okay. Yeah. When they get matched <laughs> up, when they get matched up with Brady, and it's just like, oh no. Anyways, let's get to it though. Super excited about our guest this week. Trying for a couple weeks to get him on. Everybody, please welcome Mike Rockwell from Sweet Goalie Pads. Mike, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are we doing, fellas? Good. Good. Very good. Stoked to have you on, man. Rocking that sick sudden death hoodie. Yes, sir. Love it. We love that. Love it. You got to love the bass music, man. Um, so, I mean, let's jump right into it, dude. I see in the bio on Instagram. First gear dedicated account on Instagram established in 2012. 
that's pretty gnarly. Good for yeah. you. When did take us through starting the page? What inspired it? What gave you the idea? Get, give everyone the lowdown on that. Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, it's like the name kind of speaks for itself. Um, what really it was was like I was like, you know, nine, ten, eleven would always be online looking at pictures of goalie pads, always seeing stuff, always wondering, like growing up being a big Rangers fan every year seeing like Funquist pads on like opening night was like super exciting for me. So I just always save pictures to laptop. And then I stumbled across this one count after I made Instagram, I believe it was like my freshman year of high school. So I was like 13 or 14 and it was called Tendy Swag. And I'm actually buddies with this guy now. He's like just a kid who made an account about goalies where his was more dedicated to just like posting goalies where I was like, I want to post the gear. Cause I had, probably hundreds, if not thousands of pictures of gear on my laptop. And then, you know, now you, everyone's got an iPhone. So even as yeah. a kid, like, I had access to that and it was like super easy. Like, oh, these are sick. I'll post that and literally write, check out this setup. <laughs> and then over like the years, I just kind of kept pretty consistent with it. Like some spans, like more over the last, like since I went to college and I like, played juniors and stuff, like definitely slowed down with it just because like, I got way other stuff going on and not that it's like not a priority, but I kind of took like a quite a break from it this year, just for like the last like six months, just kind of left alone, which is not like dealing with stuff, but it was just had life to deal with and like things were happening, things were going on. And it really was kind of an afterthought for a little bit, but I kind of came back and, you know, uh, when Alec mentioned this to me too, I was super excited to like be able to talk about the account more because there's, there are a lot of new followers and like, it's always growing, which is awesome. Yeah, dude, it's it's really cool. I mean, it's, it's a nice, cool little niche. Um, we just had Vincenzo Arnone on a little a few weeks ago. I'm sure you, you checked that out where he's a big designer for the goalie pads with CCM and stuff like that. But yeah. I'm sure you've posted a good amount of his work, actually, <laughs> on the oh, page. Yeah, sure. I, I, yeah, probably tons of it. Um, but, yeah, man, what um, – I know you mentioned playing juniors and stuff, so we obviously want to get into to your playing career and stuff. Were you, was it always goalie for you, or did you start off as a player? I mean, like, I started off as a player, kind of. Like, my dad like, taught me and my brothers all to skate when we were super young. Like, I was three. Um, and then I actually didn't start playing ice hockey until sixth grade and, like, just played roller hockey growing up. And when it was my turn to get tossed in now, when it was in, like, first grade, I did the best, so they are like – keep doing it and I was like okay and I liked it so I just kept with it and it just kept growing <laughs> yeah so it was was it always Lundqvist for you do any other goalies that you really looked up to that you saw you're like wow I gotta keep playing this position this is sick um yeah definitely like Carey Price like it's kind of an obvious one but like that definitely made like a huge difference in like technique and like how the game is played and over the last like 10 years, um, Marc-Andre Fleury, like that's why I wore 29 growing up. Um, even though luck was like hands down my favorite, I always thought 30 was a generic goalie number. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean like guys like that, even like Mike Richter, even though he was a little before me, like most of my early rookie memories come from like watching Lundqvist as like a, a rookie and slightly before that. So. Gotcha. Yeah, that's sick, man. I was always a big is. How do you not root for Longquist, man? Even if you're not that's a Rangers right, fan, it, that's like he. The guy's unbelievable, handsome bastard. Pure class. I know. Yeah, he's just like a, a rocket, and just and always does the right thing, and just tore it up. It was kind of unbelievable to see. 
Yeah, sucked when he had to like he basically he had to retire just like he just randomly gets a heart condition that stops him from playing. I was looking forward to seeing him on the Caps. That would have been yeah. something else. I was pulling for him. I remember a few years ago I said to my friends, I was like, Rags at this point should just trade him and just give him a chance for a cup. But yeah. I also read that uh, he, apparently this heart condition was like known about and distracted like all through his career, but it was just kept under the table the whole time. Wow. So that's even more true. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, oh. I forget where I read it, but I was like, okay, I guess that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, got an amazing career out of it. He made a shit ton of does too, so no cup. But hey, there's a lot of great ones that don't have that. Doesn't mean you're not yeah, a great exactly. player, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, where now? Take us through the playing career. Um, once you got started, goalie. You mentioned juniors. How did that all go? Yeah, I mean, like, my career is kind of weird because I kind of never thought that juniors would be, like, realistic for me. Um, like, I grew up playing um, for, like, a local, like, delay team when I started in sixth grade, like, peewee, and then just did that. And then when I could play JV for my high school in eighth grade, I did that and then was lucky enough to play varsity, like, every year in high school and, like, start, which was really unbelievable when you're 14 playing with kids who are like 18 it's like all right this is this is actually like pretty competitive hockey now like it's not like peewees anymore um and then from there like i kind of just thought i was going to graduate high school and i was going to be it but i also played like travel hockey alongside high school and just did that for another year and in that time frame after graduating high school i met the quinnipiac goalie coach uh jared wayman He's like, he's an unbelievable guy. Like he is a huge influence on like my game. Like it was like one of the biggest reasons that like I had a chance to like put my name out there, even though it's just kind of like kid in a small town was like, you know, pretty good, but like wasn't necessarily concerned with moving on or doing stuff. And then he kind of like steered me in the right direction, you know, showed me like where to work hard, when to like, you know, speak well and like even little things. So he was, um, he was really influential and he got me like kind of basically put my name in some arenas. And then next thing you know, um, like the Topeka Roadrunners in the North American League kept me up. Um, the uh, coach, uh, Joe Clark, and w- invited me to a tryout. It was super cool, like getting like, you know, asking to get flown out to Kansas and like stay the, uh, like the week with like a billet and another player, just kind of like really experience it. Um, and then from there, they were like, you know, come to camp and we'll see how it goes. And then made the team at camp. And um, from there, it was just like kind of a crazy experience that I didn't think I'd ever get a chance at. Um, I unfortunately got let go from that team, like before the roster froze and stuff, which is, you know, it happens. It was one of those things just kind of had to pick up and move on and ended up finishing with uh, the Hartford Wolfpack. And they're in the USPHL right now, I believe. So. Yeah, and then from there, like while I was on Hartford, I committed to JWU and uh, played three years there. And unfortunately, didn't get senior year with COVID, which was a tough pill to swallow. Um, was like yeah. super tough at first, um, kind of going from being super used to in this process for like the last like you know four or five years, and then it's just like it stops because the school says no winter sports. So it was yeah. tough, but you know, like at least I. I was just happy I got to play college hockey. Like that was always kind of the dream. So for me, it was like the run was 100% worth it. Yeah, that's, man. So, that's so cool. And like, what was it? What was it like playing junior hockey out in Kansas? Uh, it was like, like, no, 
it was cool. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, but when you fly into Kansas, it's as flat as they say it is. I swear to God, like it is just absolutely like no pitch anywhere on the ground, just flat. But it was cool. Like my roommate, uh, Andrew Hart, he was a great guy. He was a good vet to like live with. My billets were awesome. They literally took us to a Chiefs game um, and a, a Royals game. It was super awesome. Um, the, the arena was sick. We usually got like, I don't know, probably a little more than a thousand on like, maybe if we had like dollar beer night, we get like 3000 fans, but it's cool to play in front of like a crowd every night though. And in a big yeah. arena, have a stall, a nice locker room, stuff like that. Whereas like, I basically just grew up playing in public rinks and going in the public locker rooms and that was it, like my whole life. So that's cool. But Kansas was very big on the barbecue, very big on the fishing, um, all the kind of stereotypical things are definitely a way of life down there. Nice. And then uh, Hartford. So when you went to Hartford uh, uh, from there, was that just like a they contact you, had an open spot, like, hey, finish the season out here? Or do you do you have to scramble at that point? So that was like a tough situation because I like I didn't really – I thought it could happen that I might get let go, but I wasn't really sure. And then it did. And it's like, all right. So I texted, like, I, you know, texted people I knew, let them know. was like, Hey, like I've got let go from this team today. Like if you know, if you can put a name out there, I'd appreciate it. And Hartford was one of like the first team, I think was like the first team that was like, they sent uh, a goalie to college. Like he went and started at a D3 school for, um, for like the second semester. So they lost a goalie and it was like, right after it was like maybe two weeks into the new year this is like 2017 i believe yeah and i got let go so they contacted me to come practice this week and i went out there um chris sorella was the coach he was a phenomenal guy he was huge huge with getting guys commitments like i think we had like literally like 23 commitments that year on our team on that team it was insane um but yeah brought me out that's some nick saban level recruiting right there yeah, no, like he, he gets it done. Like he, yeah. he's the, uh, he founded, I don't know if you guys have familiar with it, with um, New Hampshire Avalanche. I believe they're in the USPHL. That's his team. Like he started that team. He was, his last year was with us. And then he started that new team, which was pretty cool. But yeah, um, came out, did a few practices. We actually had, they had a showcase that weekend. So I started that weekend, which was cool. And then from there, they were like, yeah, you're just going to ride with us for the year. And I was like, sounds good to me. But I was fortunate <laughs> enough that, like I got let go. And then that same week, next week, like within like three days, I was like, quote unquote, picked up. So wasn't the worst. Hell yeah, man. I, you, you got to live the dream a little bit there. Got a little slice of the pie for sure. That's awesome. Good for you, dude. Good for you. Um, I want to jump back to something. I, I kind of glossed over it. Uh, we were talking about early influences, goaltenders, stuff like that. I didn't get a chance to read it. I know Tudes might have seen this. Everything going on with Carey Price. What's that? Yeah. Have you seen any of that? With you know, did that shock you? Did that come as a surprise? Like, what are your thoughts there? I, I just, it's yeah. Some of it's tough to tough to see, tough to read, but it's also good that he he's taking steps to get better. Yeah. No, I 
for me, like, I was definitely a little shocked when I saw it because it's, like, one of those things that it's not even, like, out of sight, out of mind. Like, you just don't really ever think, like, a player would necessarily run into that issue or have, like, a substance abuse problem. Like, I mean, look at Drew and, like, he stepped away from the Canadians for quite a while. And, like, he's come back and he's doing not bad so far. So, I think mm-hmm. it's definitely really healthy, but... Um, I think especially in Carey Price's position where, like like I said, he's someone I look up to and, like, thousands of other kids look up to. So I think, like, you know, obviously being able to put it out there and just be like, hey, like, I was going through stuff and I'm not, like, a worse person because of, because of it. I said, well, and I'm getting better and I'm getting through it. And I think that's, like, super important to, like, stress on people. Not stress, but, like, you know, make sure people understand that it's not always about hockey. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. I The most surprising thing to me, because you would think he's been battling this for a good amount of time, I would think, and he played unbelievable in the playoffs like last year. Like He was yeah. on fire. It's kind of crazy. To, to, that's what was most shocking to me. It's just like usually I feel like when you hear about it, like Drew and you just said, there was kind of like a taper off from when he went to like Tampa. He got kind of run out of town there, went to Montreal. There was like a slow taper, so that one kind of made more sense. But Price was like as good as you've ever seen him almost, I would argue. And and that comes up. It's wild. Yeah, I think like especially like being the starting goaltender for the Montreal Canadiens and like you make $10 million a year, it's kind of like – Way to the world. Yeah, it's like the way of the world. And like, you know, not speaking for him or anything, maybe it was in a position where he felt like he had to do that to like play better or something like that. I mean, you never know, but, yeah. you know, um, I forget who posted the article on the Players' Tribune. Oh, it was Colin Wilson. And he talked about his addictions with like cocaine and stuff. And like, he was like, I'm on top of the world, but like, I hate it here, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. He like opened up about a lot of stuff. And that was, that was a super, super good article to read because it was really long. And he was just like, kind of threw it out there. Like I said, and was like, I had an issue, but I recognized it and I'm getting better. Yeah. hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. That was a good read. Definitely recommend anyone who hasn't read that to check it out. Uh, the NHL players Tribune Colin Wilson's article there. Um, yeah. Are you, when you're posting on the page, is it something where when you – do you base it just off of your taste in gear? Like, oh, I think this is like I'm going to post it. What's, like, the ratio? Is it mainly stuff you find, stuff people send you that ask you to post it? Do you have, like – is there any kind of breakdown of that? Yeah, it's actually funny because no one's ever really asked me about that. Um, but I think for the most part, like, it is pretty, like – universal like when a set of gear is like really good like really sick like really cool per se sweet um but i definitely have like i've had this golden rule on the account for like ever where it's like do not send me a picture of your all white pads i'm not going to post that like i'm just not <laughs> doing it. it's not my fault that you went got all white pads yeah that's so fair. Yes, I think that's that's as fair as you can get, honestly. They're nice and clean and yes, they're really cool and i'm sure they cost you three thousand dollars but it's sweet pads, but I digress <laughs> with that. I mean, like, honestly, it really just comes down to like, if I like to said, I'll probably post it. And like, there was definitely a point where like going through DMS was like overwhelming like, every day, just like new setup, new setup, new setups. Like, and it's always 29,000 followers. I would imagine. Yeah. It's, it's always ranging too, because you get like 10 year olds and it's like, you know, I'm not necessarily going to sit there and be like, I'm not posting your setup, but I think people 
do kind of get the gist at this point of like where the bar is to like be featured, you could say. Um, Mm -hmm. But then you also get guys who are, you know, older, play men's league, but they're, you know, they want to have a nice setup if they're going to play. So they just go and customize a cool setup and it's great. And they send it to me and most people are super understanding or at least like they understand that there's no, um, it's not like a competition. Like I just, if you send me a cool setup, like I'll probably post it. And then it kind of boils down to that. For sure. Now, what made you go with just goalie pads? I thought that was one of the first things when Xander told me about you was the, or told him about the page and everything. Why did you go just pads and not sweet goalie gear? Let's say, did, did any thought go into that or did it, is, what, what do you think? I think it was one of those things, like, like I said, this account's turning nine years old this year. So I, I don't know if I can speak for 14 year old Mike, but I think it was kind of <laughs> just along the point of like, I think that flows best with goalie pads. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah. I love it. Like it worked. So, yeah. I just found it interesting because obviously goalie gear is awesome. Like for so long, it's been the only cool thing about hockey gear is what goalies can do. Because obviously the cool stuff with the glove and the blocker and, of course, the sick masks and stuff. So, yeah, that was something I definitely wanted to make sure to ask you because I found that interesting with the the focus on the pads. More or less. I definitely always like the pads the most. Like helmets here and there, but always pads. More area to work with on pads. You can get yeah. a little more creative with that. What were you gonna say, Toots? I actually, Mike just answered what I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask if you uh, if you had a favorite part of the setup. I didn't know if you uh, were always a, a pads or like if you really love the helmets too. I mean, I'm sure it, this is love for everything, but. It's gonna sound so weird, but I ha- I am always fascinated with gloves. But the glove, like, there's really? so many mods and like different tiny little things that you wouldn't even think about. And like, you go into the customization and you're like, I can change that. That's kind of sick. Like things a little as like instead of having like uh like a nylon pull strap, you can get like a leather buckle like you'd have on the back of your pad on your glove, and which I actually go with for the custom option because like keep classy. It Stuff like that. Like CCM is crazy with the customization when it comes to like the variety of things you can do where like Vaughn, they kind of more put out like a, here's like the base pad. If you want to customize it from here, like we'll get more in depth, but like with CCM gloves, they give you three different options of like catching angles, like how it feels when you catch the puck. And that kind of covers the spread of most goalies. And that's why CCM's like super universal when it comes to equipment, it feels like. That's good to know if I'm shooting on a goalie that's got a CCM glove. I want to know that he's comfortable when he's picking my shot <laughs> out of the air. How yeah, uh, exactly. how much do the do the different companies like how much how much do they feel different, right? It seems like obviously CCM has gotten a lot of traction in goalie gear the last couple of years and I've seen some true pads. I, I was going to say that there. too, it's true's yeah, really gone up. It was like yeah. Yeah, and like, but like for the for a long time, it was like Vaughn was everywhere. Like, there's these different brands, but like, how do they feel that different as a goaltender? Yeah, they 100% do. Like, I have kind of always been a Reebok, like, dating back, back when Reebok was a brand, like Reebok CCM guy. Like, I rock the CCM E Flex 4s right now, and like, they're as a whole probably like my favorite pad I've had just because. 
it's like you go through all these years of like you know eflex one three now four and five is coming out this year i believe their fifth line, their fifth innovation of it and it just like it's the same base pad but they just improve it every two years so like by the time you get here 10 years later the pad's like pretty solid as a whole like there's not many little quirks that people can point out anymore other than like i don't know like wear and tear in the long run like people are always going to complain about that right but yeah, keep from, your gear for ten years. That's gonna happen, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. But yeah, like from CCM to Vaughn, or like Vaughn to um, wow, my light just dimmed. Vaughn to like Bauer or uh, Brian's, like everything is super different. Um, and you can also like like go work with these companies sometimes, and they can do super specific mods. Like my freshman year setup. I got like a split between, I had a Vaughn setup. I had it split between like the top of the pad was one setup, was part of one pad and the bottom part was uh, from a different pad and they just kind of collabed them together. So you would never know, but I asked for that because it was stiffer and that's what I wanted. So stuff like that. Yeah, that's I didn't, I didn't even know that was an option within the pads. Uh, like I know, like you see sometimes, right? Like guys will have maybe ccm blocker and glove but maybe they have like true pads or whatever on their legs like stuff like that but are you saying like it was the pad was split halfway it was like a hybrid custom pad completely yeah it was like a super hybrid pad like if i remember correctly the top half was like um was v7 it was a von v7 i forget what the specific like numbering was but the bottom half was yep. v6 2300 and that was or no i'm sorry vice versa because that v6 model had a, a stiff like thigh rise and like i'm six foot four six five like i'm pretty tall so i always had these crazy pads where they were like 34 plus three inches which it's like it's an extra like two inches more than usual because my legs are long <laughs> so <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah, little things like that, you can do so much with equipment, especially when it comes to the gloves. It's like a big difference between how you catch the puck, like at the angle, um, whether it's like more like full full hand like this or like finger to thumb like that. Little differences make a, make a big difference in the long run though and how you catch. Yeah, it's all gotta be comfort for you. You, gotta, you don't wanna have to worry about how anything feels, obviously for players, but especially goaltenders. Maybe we got to have a talk with my boy Tristan Jari about these gloves. I mean, <laughs> he's got a sick setup this year. Oh my God, it's so sick. But like, I mean, I'm a pens guy. So, like, I, when you said you were 29 because of Flurry, that really got me fired up. Because uh, I just absolutely <laughs> love Flower. And they played against him last night, actually. But I mean, just, yeah, Jari's setup this year is sweet. I just wish he could do something with that high glove spot. Flurry's yeah. mask he just got. The, That's the pretty Native sweet. That was awesome. Yeah. That was yeah, awesome. It's, it's like uh was painted by like an indigenous person. Yeah, know, indigenous yeah. artist. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what the exact tribe was, but you know you so know what goalie exactly. pads though that I always liked growing up that people have such split reactions on. And I want to hear what you think, Mike, is flurry young flurry's yellow pads. Uh, you're going to love this. My senior year of high school, I'm in all yellow setup. Let's go. It was actually like sport gold, like how the Penn's new colors are. Um, yeah. Cause my, my high school team was maroon and gold where our colors maroon and sport gold. And it was like okay. absolute peak, like best way to go out. Oh yeah. man. That's, that's, that's elite. sweet. 
That is yeah, so I always I always like those pads because they were so bold and like you like you'd see those and you would just think like that's flower, and like yeah. there's so many other pads like I don't know like you got like blue and white pads like cool so does half of America like yeah I mean I have blue and white pads right now so I feel that <laughs> all right yeah see <laughs> yeah yeah that was that's what was tough about customizing for my for a Johnson at Wales because we're just blue and white so it's like yep. that third color makes a huge difference when coming to like creativity so you just have to like zone everything to how you think is like the best looking but but that's funny you said that yeah, no, that that really is. But um, so yeah, when you were at, at Johnson and Wales there playing, like, do you do you pick like all? Obviously, you have to use like your team colors or whatever. But is that all you picking like your custom color setup as far as how you want your pads to look, or does the team have any say in that? No, that's all me. Like, okay. it was great. I will say that was one thing that was awesome about the, like, not that there's, like, bad things per se, but, like, my coaches were pretty free reign with the customization and were just like, yeah, here you go. Go at it. Like, just figure it, like, just send the company what you want and we'll just pay for it, kind of. You'll love cool. that. That's pretty you got to cool. love that. It was great. My, uh, my coach, my freshman and June, or I'm sorry, freshman and sophomore year was also a goalie. Um, and he definitely gave me probably a little too much uh, free reign with it. <laughs> um, he's like, yeah, go get the pro's choice mask. And I don't know if you've heard of pro's choice. They do an ad. They like put a mold on your entire face and you have to lay there for like an hour and you got like a custom mold mask of your face. Um, oh, wow. I can so imagine that's pretty uh, expensive though, right? Yeah. It's uh, you're looking at like a two, $2,000 mask. And I was like, all right, thank you. That's great. But I mean, I still have it. Like, it's still great. Like, four years yeah. later, it's holding up. Yeah. So it was worth. I don't it. know if I'd have the patience to do that. I wouldn't want to see I my. Felt, I wouldn't want to see my ugly mug in a mold. Nobody wants I fell, that. I fell asleep while when during mold. It was so. I the guy had to wake me up. It was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just knocking on, on the mold. Just, yeah, he's like, right. all right, wake up in there. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, one thing I do want to ask is, you know. There's always the, the, I don't know how long this has been going on, just as long as we've all been alive for sure and beyond. Goalies are a little weird, right? Do you have any, like, wacky pregame rituals that you went through that you, like, had to do or you were just like, if I don't do this in this order, I'm going to play like ass? So I've, like, denied being superstitious for a long time because – I don't want to like, I never wanted to recognize it, but I definitely had superstitions that were like, <laughs> always, always left sock, always right sock, always left skate, always right skate. Like simple things like that, like not necessarily where it's like, if I don't do it, I, I don't, I don't think I really ever did. So I never noticed, but like little <laughs> things like, I don't know, like taping my stick at the, the same way basically every game and like, yeah. I don't, I don't even know. Like, it's when it came to, like, on-ice warm-ups, same exact stretch, like, every time, basically. Um, like, same order, do the same thing. Um, you know, guys going, like, the half moon at the end and shoot on goalies. It's like, I take as many as I want, and then I do, like, the same kind of, like, movement drill until, like, the buzzer goes and I get off. Like, things like that. Like, definitely, like, a little, like, uh, protective of, I guess, when I was playing, like, competitively. But um, I always like to deny because I was like, I don't need this, like, in my head while I'm playing. Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, that's felt pretty. That's pretty basic, like normal. That's nothing that crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. Some good solid sand standard stuff. I feel yeah, like even so. Bad. I feel like even now that I'm thinking about, it, even when I put my shoes on in the morning, like I pretty much always do my right foot first. I it's not yeah. something I'm actively trying to do. I just do it, and I probably yeah. now that I'm thinking about, it, I do it with my skates too, like the right ones first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was that was a big part of it. Like not that crazy, but like I remember when I like stopped uh, like using pre workout before games because I would you know just one of those things you do it and like I definitely was like okay like i gotta realize that this was kind of helping in a certain aspect and not realize that it's everything and that was maybe like for a game or two it was felt a little different but other than that like not just throw some smelling salts in the blocker or something just oh yeah you know? i have <laughs> we that was great we <laughs> we use court money for smelling salts so <laughs> <laughs> Now, I wonder if that's a customization you can do. If not, if 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 anyone from CCM's listening or any of the other companies, make that a customized part of the blocker. Smelling just salt. Put it, just smelling put, a, salt. put a tab right on the back. Yeah, like just salt, very salt simple. Very yeah. simple. Did you uh? Did you ever have like? Was there stuff in practice or warm ups that would drive you nuts that you ever had to address with teammates, like guys shooting high on you? Yeah, everyone like trying that. to. Like, you got guys going Lee Harvey on him like he's JFK and just firing so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, uh, I'm tall, so like I, like I said, so getting hit in the head, I'm not like, I'm not super crazy about. Like I don't, as in like I don't blow up on guys. Give me in the face, whatever. If you do it twice, now I'm mad. But like, I, I don't even. Everyone gets games, one. <laughs> I had a, I had a teammate who hit me in the face multiple times in warmups in like in games basically, and that was like that boiled my blood. That absolutely oh, yeah. boiled my blood. Like I'm about to start this game, and you rip one right between my right between my eyes. Like thank you for that. So that was that was definitely a huge peeve. But mostly like in game warm up in practice, it's like whatever, man. If you as long as you don't run, they don't really care. Yeah, I definitely I had a goalie when I played in high school. He chased me because I he somebody else hit him first, but there was a drill and he didn't realize he didn't know what drill we were doing and he wasn't ready. But he was like standing on the post. I was like down on the half wall by the hash marks, and I just kind of looked off as a righty and I just ripped one, got him right in like the chin where his neck yeah. guard was, oh. and he just threw the stick down. He tried to skate <laughs> after me like he was gonna do anything. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was kind of one of those goalies where like, even if we're not uh, doing something in practice, like if we're all just kind of like moving pucks around for the next drill, like if you shoot a puck on me, I'm going to try and stop it. Like, even if it's like just barely putting my stick up or like kicking my leg out, like you're not going to ever get one on me easy without at least yeah. a little bit effort. <laughs> so yeah, little things like that. Thing, yeah. 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 One thing, one thing I want to ask you too, being a goalie, um, and I, I can't remember who this was. I'm sure one of the two of you or both might know. But in the last like week, like how do you feel when goalies come out and play the puck and then collisions happen like that? Like, is that on the goalie? Is that on the skater? Like, you know, goalie, I think it depends. And forget who came I, out of the who came out of their net this week, but they skated like all the way up to the hash marks and the skater um, I think yeah. got a one game suspension, right? Was it was the goalie Auntie Ranta? I think it yeah, actually it was Ranta. Yeah. yeah. Um I mean like I've been ran pretty bad. Like when I played Castan, I took like like my 
D-man gave the guy a little bump and he had enough momentum to where like he couldn't even catch an edge and he'll be like right in the face basically going full speed and like it depends like I like it I don't know if you guys remember like when Lucic hit Ryan Miller like that that's yeah. brutal like, oh that's yeah oh, but yeah. like if you like come out and like I still hate that guy for that yeah no that definitely was like one of those things that affected Miller's career like heavily uh, yeah. I think at least. Um, yeah, Lucic is a scumbag. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, if you give the goalie a bump, it's like, all right. Like, if you're going to, like, at least, like, go up to him and make body contact, like, if he's on the boards or something, like, that's a little different. But if you're just going to, like, kind of throw him a hip, like, I'd say no, no. Yeah. yeah. No, I just – I always wondered that because, like, I think when the goalie's obviously in their crease, like, that's a no-go zone. Even, like, playing the puck behind the net, it's like you can be aggressive, go try to, like, break up the play, get your stick in there, but you're not going to body the guy behind the net. But, like, when a guy comes all the way out to, like, the hash marks to try to avoid a breakaway, like, that's kind of a bang-bang play where it's like – I don't really even know how I feel about that, but I see people argue on both sides of it online. Yeah, no. I think, like, if the goalie gets hurt and it's an accident, it's a goalie's fault for sure. But I think if, like – uh I think you can also tell when it's an accident. Like, I mean, like the game's so fast, but like, you know, you at the same time have to like skate with your head up. So if you like make no effort, I think it's more on the player. But if there's at least some effort and there's an injury, it's like, all right, like, what are you going to do? You just skated 30 feet out of your net. Yeah. None of the players care, though. They're still going to fight you. It's, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, but <laughs> yeah. I think as a player, you have to, right? Like, even if it's, even if it's kind of your goalie's fault, like, you're going to go in there and, like, stick up for the guy just because, like, that's your goalie. Yeah, like, for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. Unri- one of those unwritten rules. Yeah, proper hockey that, etiquette. I will hockey. say, I, Mike's going to be disappointed in me. I am extremely guilty of smoking a goaltender in a tournament <laughs> in Toronto. I was – so I'm, I'm – I don't know if I've told it on the show before, but I – power play, so I'm back behind the net doing my Keith Yandles just trying to get someone sound. <laughs> so then I – so I – I go off to one side, guy chase me. I do a little spin of razzle dazzle, and I fly up the right side, and I'm cooking. And this dude's not catching me. So then I just kind of dump the puck in, and it deflects off the defenseman weird, and it goes flying into the corner. So, mind you, I am as full speed as you're going to get, like peak Benny, like sophomore year of high school. <laughs> and this goalie, the whole game, like going out of his way to hammer me in the back of the head with the blocker. We were getting killed, and I was just pissed off. And I was like, you know what? If he can get this puck and get rid of it and he moves off the boards before I get there, good on him. If he doesn't, I'm not stopping. And he decided not to do it, and I just dropped shoulder. His helmet goes flying off. The ref's coming after me. The whole team was trying to get off the bench. I got thrown out of the game. It was fucking amazing. I I didn't even do it. I was trying to sneak by him on the boards. It was either that or I'm going to kill myself on the net. What do you want me to do there? <laughs> I guess that's what. But confession, if by some miracle that keeper's listening, I did a little effort, but really not much. You're a prick. <laughs> if, if, someone, if someone knows who that is, please have him DM us because I would love to have him on the show just to, like, talk to you about it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I want to I know what was going through his head at that point. But, yeah, I mean. Did he stay in the game? <laughs> oh, yeah, he was, he was fine. He was fine. <laughs> He was he was just he was quick to get up like everyone else trying to you know get some punches yeah. in on me, but it was so. What was tenth grade Benny like? How how big were you at that point? Because that was you know a few thousand beers ago, right? I mean, I was yeah, probably I don't know, 
I don't know, 15, 20 pounds lighter than I am now. Oh, Just okay. more, more muscle, obviously a little more, yeah. a little more cut, better skating shape, you know, you know, yeah. deadlift. So not, not a small guy though, barrel in India. No, buddy. I was, you know, no, yeah. I was good shape. Very good yeah. skating shape. Damn. So yeah. Cranking the 350 deadlifts at that time in the summer too. Oh, that was, yeah. Just laying it, laying it heavy. Scott Stevens laying it. <laughs> well, uh, <sighs> yeah, it's, I definitely, I, as soon as I did it, I was like, I kind of felt bad, but also I didn't. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I've ever like really got ran like that, like bad. bad. See, Cause I wasn't, I wasn't trying to hit him though. Like I didn't go out of my way to skate towards him and check him. Like it was just like, I could have went the other way, but I was worried I was going to like hit the net and like hurt myself. So I tried to yeah. sneak around him on the glass and he just stayed there, and I killed him. Yeah, I, it's a tough bounce. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a yeah, tough I mean, one like, either way. Little little Luis really Mendoza, I can't stop action. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think I've really got ran like nothing's really popping out to me. Um, but like I, one time, I like I went to go play the puck behind the net, and this kid two hand like came down straight two hand, snapped my stick right in half. Like that's never happened before. Wow, that was kind of, that was kind so. Of, what kind, what kind of goalie were you? Were you a guy that would kind of just like stop the puck behind the net, let your D-man come get it? Or were you just tossing sauce down the ice trying to make a play? I, it's, it's funny you say because like that was like my puck handling was hands down my worst like attribute when, like when I was younger and like in high school and stuff. Like there are multiple goals in high school where I went to go shoot it up, completely fanned on. A kid had sick by four, like not going to lie. But as I got, as I got older, like in college and juniors, you like have to get better at it. Um, so I got pretty good at it. Like I tried not to play the puck that much considering some history, but I mean, if I had to, I was pretty good at it. Like I'm going to make Smith, but I could throw some sauce to the other blue line if I have to. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike Smith's just a different breed of goalie. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he like, didn't he have a gaffe last night? Was that him? He might, I don't know. Some Oilers goalie, I think it was last night, basically went to go spin and shoot it off the boards, and he got the angle wrong, and it just bounced. Oh, he hit it! Yeah, he hit it right off the side of the net, and it went right, right in front for an easy tap. And I think like Dylan Larkin got it or something. Yeah, it might have been Koskinen, the goalie. Um, But yeah, yeah, that's a good example. Is that the guy who wears nineteen? Is there a goalie on Edmonton? He wears nineteen. Yeah. I think it's either so. 19 or 91. I think, I think it's, it's 19. 19. I think it's 19 because it, it just okay. looks weird. And it's it looks one of those. So odd. It's like one of those things, right? Like before, you know how like the NFL just changed their rules. So now you get like random like defensive linemen wearing like number eight. Like that's what it felt college like. is like that. So it doesn't yeah. look that weird to me. Yeah. But like that's what it felt like when I saw a goalie wearing 19. If my first reaction was like, is this even legal? Yeah, they make jerseys. Are you allowed to do that? I thought jerseys in that number. <laughs> right. I thought, you, <laughs> I thought you literally for the longest time got to pick number one or number thirty. Like, yeah. 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 Basically, I mean, I was number one to finish college because I started as thirty-five, and then we got the new Adidas jerseys, which was super sweet to have. Ooh, Ooh those were nice. Adidas, nice. But we cheaped out on the socks, so we still got the knit ones. Mm. I always I I wasn't so I was I do actually a lot of people don't I I know a lot of them don't like a couple of my buddies that play goalie just like would give their like 
hockey socks away to like other teammates that have extras because they were like not wearing them under their pads. Yeah, well, I wear like I wear pretty big knee guards because I got hit way too many in the knee way too many times. So I like got the biggest ones I could get, and like I wear the socks like over them to like, keep them more in place while I'm playing. Like it helps it for sure. Dope. Like one thing I wanted to ask, um, we're already almost at the at our time here. Um, got a few more minutes with you for sure. Do you have any like long term plans? I know you said you took some time away from the you know the the pads accounts and stuff. So we goalie pads accounts, posting on them. Have you thought about any kind? Are you just going to kind of keep doing the same thing? Do you have any ideas to expand on this at all? Yeah, I. Uh... It's funny because Alec and I like brainstorm, or Xander, I should say, uh, and he and I brainstorm for like his stuff and my stuff all the time. And like, I think I definitely want to try to start to implement like not myself, but more like personality, for, like into the account. Um, you know, you got like TikTok, you have Twitter, you have all these different like outlets to like put content out, and it doesn't have to be the same on like every platform, which is pretty cool. So, I mean, I definitely want to try and at least put some sort of like videos out there um, that are maybe goalie related or hockey related as a whole. Like we even brainstormed like we should make like a warm up playlist on Spotify, just like sweet goalie pads, pump up playlist, something like that. Yeah. Like, I mean like oh, yeah. being realistic, like, you know, I post about goalie equipment and like, that's pretty niche, and, but it's cool. And like the following is awesome. And like, I have a lot of good buddies who I've stayed friends with for a long time. And I think like a lot of people are just like, really happy with content as a whole, whether it's like me breaking down someone's setup from the top to bottom or just like check out this sweet set of pads. So we'll see. It's kind of one of those things that I've always just played by ear, but for the long run, you'll always see goalie pads, but hopefully implement more like actual um, like engagement and like things other than goalie pads at the same time. Yeah. I was seeing even like quick hitting, like, I don't want to say TikTok tile or like real style quit stuff where you just like go on, you throw up a pick or something and you like live rate the pad or whatever. You, you point out what you like, what you don't like, give it a score, almost like a pizza review thing Portnoy does yeah. or something. Like was, you can uh, make it really, really quick, short company, to the point. Companies will start mailing you. Like, yeah. Pack, pack reviewing their shit. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be sweet. I actually, uh, I was just going to bring this up. Before. I actually was, when I was in uh, 12th grade, I was lucky enough to work with Kevin Weeks for a while and like got wow. to FaceTime wow. him and, uh, and like be kind of like an ambassador for his, uh, his goalie company, no five hole. Um, and he's like literally just as down to earth as uh, like he is on TV and everything. Um, so I remember, like I've that. heard that quite a bit for sure. Let's start yeah, firing off a... the DMs. Kevin Weeks, we're coming for you. We're getting you on the show. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's great. Like he he's one of those guys who's followed for super long, and I I forget how I like matched with him, like end up talking with him and stuff. But it basically just turned into where I was like, I mentioned that I run this account. He was like, Oh wait, I know that account, and I was like, Yeah, that's me. Um, but. Um, <laughs> thing with like the shout out to Everett at Vaughn he's in beauty great guy um he when I was at the Blaine showcase in Nall or for the Nall back in when I was in the Roadrunners they had a Vaughn booth because Vaughn sponsors the league and I was like mm-hmm. I just show him my phone I was like have you seen this and he's like that's not you I'm like it is yay <laughs> so it's like it's cool because like, awesome. a lot of people actually didn't realize like I play and I'm not a lot of people either thought I was like an old person or like a kid who just posts random stuff and like not like 
like a yeah. teenager, young kid who actually plays. So, yeah, trying to expand it to not just uh, here's goalie pads, but like here's like here's my opinion on things, and like I kind of want to like roast people setups. I think that'd be hilarious. That's what you yeah, should. You have do. you seen like uh, like Max Homa, the golfer's like Twitter account? I have not. So if so, like Max Homa is a PGA Tour pro, and like people will literally just tweet at him and he's hilarious but they'll send a video of their golf swing and they'll be like hey like at max homa give me your best shot and like one of them was like this guy was set up like way too far away from the golf ball and he was just like your wife definitely told you you better go nowhere near a golf ball today like just like (laughs) shit like that where he just kind of like roasts people and it's hilarious on twitter but yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be a cool idea. Like, just kind of like roasting some pads. Like, yeah, it's like know? I don't want to do it to like be mean, but like, no, I think it would just be fun. It like kind of like super quick, like like you're. But saying, I think like, if you talk or something, if you do it in a way like that, where people are like seeking it out, right? Because they know that it's not like a mean spirited thing. It's just like, a, hey, this is funny. Like, he's gonna come at me with a quick like one liner. Like, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, like, in the past, like, when I was, like, really young, I tried to implement, like, stupid videos where, like, I get my face, you know, get some FaceTime action on the account. And they always just came off as, like, this is a kid posting stuff that he thinks is funny. That's a, that's slightly cringe. But I think now that I'm older, it's a little bit more like, I, like he's at least been yeah. through it. And it's not, like, here's some cringy thing that I'm putting out because I know yeah. people will view. Well, even, too, if you couple the... Um, like the roasting thing Tudor brought up, you do that along with something like I just said, where it's like you're doing like a rate where it's like, I love that glove. I'll give that glove a seven out of 10. Little older would like to see a little more color on it. But then you could also do like a segment, a different day where it's just like you rip out, like just like a goalie blunder or a bad gear and you can like give it fire a couple chirps at it, just make some jokes or something. I think it would be that would help it come off as like you're not just doing it to be a dick. Like you're just you're just having it's the internet. We're just having fun. Yeah. Then I that's like honestly like my kind of rule of thumb too with the internet is like I like being like having it like I don't know if you, like Twitter, every like company's Twitter account is like funny now. And it's like yeah. it's not that like I wanna be like a fu- funny guy, but I think it's like I think people like it when it's more than like like I run this account and I respond when I want to kind of, and like, like professional ask. Cause like at the end of the day, like I'm just a dude who likes hockey equipment. Right. Yeah. No, I don't like it. All the NHL teams and stuff when they like poke fun at each other, like the, the hurricanes and the predators when they <laughs> trade, the like posting yeah. the, yeah, the banners and stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. So see, like funny. I, I love that stuff. Like banter on Twitter between like, even if it's like sports or like music artists together, whatever, like I love that stuff. It makes it so much fun. Sometimes the art, the musicians though, they get, it's so irritating. Like some of the stuff, it's just like, dude, you're just virtue signaling and trying to, you're just, just stop. Please just stop. Uh, The one thing about like, like bass music on Twitter is like, it is really just like a bunch of nerds that got famous. So like these kids just (laughs) tweet the stupidest things at each other. And it's like funny to see when you don't know them, but it's like, these are like 30 year olds tweeting like random slurs, not slurs, but just like random crap at each other. So that's funny. Yeah. It's interesting for sure. Oh man. What else? I, we we kind of cover just about everything. Um, 
All time, though, I, I always like to end with something like this, though. All time, do you have an all time favorite setup in your head from like a goalie in the NHL or just something you've seen that just still to this day stands out to you as like that is like the most perfect gear setup I've ever seen. Like I will never forget this. Do you have anything like that that stands out? I don't know if I have like a perfect setup, but like I have setups that like even for a few. instance like like Cam Ward, rookie year, like 2006, when he won the cup with the Hurricanes, when he wore the, like, the iceberg pads. That was like, I was like eight years old. And I'm like, that's crazy. Those pads are I crazy. I yeah, that was one of my favorite. I blocked out the uh, Hurricanes winning the cup. I blacked yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I blacked out. Yeah, yeah. That was that setup I absolutely loved. And then when he like started wearing the pulse setup, that's what the, the, um, I did on my custom bonds for my my freshman year setup at school, um, which was really cool. Um, but I'm trying to think, like honestly, like you brought up Flurry's yellow pads before, like that's obviously a big reason why I got yellow pads. To, um, <clears throat> that was the correct answer I was looking for here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like Carey Price as a whole, like he is just like the, the style king. Like he's like the don of style in the NHL for sure. I think. Yeah. Like. I feel, like so a lot of goalie, I feel like a lot of goalies are, though. Like, even, like, off the ice, I would assume, like, a lot of those guys are just, like, big into style and, like, almost, like, flair in their wardrobes just because, like, because I don't they know, like, they, they, get the most, they get the most creative options on the ice, so they can be creative off the ice, too. Yeah. Yeah, Probably, yeah I agree with that. Uh, I will say this. My, uh, my one not like one, but like my, probably my most famous follower is Peter Mrazek, which is super cool. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Peter Mrazek. That's, that's nice. I mean, he, uh, I still, I still don't know. I don't, don't that whole, like the goalie carousel this summer. <laughs> the goalie swap. Zero, yeah. Zero. What in the hell were the Maple Leafs doing? Like I, that made, I mean, Mrazic's good. Don't get me wrong, but I look at Mrazic and Freddie as they're one in the same, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think Anderson got to the point where like Toronto just like wasn't his cup of tea. Like I feel like you could tell <laughs> if the fans there. if the fans heard Freddie was back, they would have just they would have looted the stadium. Dude, or something. those people would have just went nuts. Those people are crazy. Like, Wit has talked about it on Chicklets where he's like, you guys are, they're not winning a cup, but they're not, like, they're not ready for no. it, I don't think. Like, they no. I don't know. And the fan base, fans, like, they're deserving, but they're not because they just always complain. Yeah. And it's also, like, I hate when teams or, like, fan bases act like, like, oh, like, we're the favorites to win, like, all the time. It's like, bro, you haven't won shit in, like, how many years now? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that makes since the sixties. Yeah, they have four yeah, players like, that make like forty million. That's great. I'm, I'm sorry, like Jack Campbell is not winning the Vezina. Like, no, you gotta, you I, gotta, yeah. Jack Campbell's a guy you root for, but he, yeah, but like, Jack so Campbell, he, he's but a really he's great, like he's a great, like if you have a one-two punch at goal. Yes, Thunder, I was just like, gonna say that you you definitely want him in a tandem, but like he's not a guy that you're gonna send out there as your number one goalie and be like, go win me a cup like you can with a Vasilevsky or someone like that. Like yeah. Carrie no, Price. Totally yeah, you yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I uh I couldn't agree more. 
Could not agree more. Um, I will end it with this as far as my spiel. Don't forget, Leafs fans, the Sabres have won a playoff series more recently than you. I just want to <laughs> leave you all with that. <laughs> oh, I love throwing that in well, while I still better, You better be careful because now the border's open, so they can just drive right over here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm shaking in my boots over here. <laughs> all right, boys. Look. This has been an awesome episode. Mike, I want you to plug all the, the site, the socials, everything like that where people can follow you, see your work. Um, yeah, fire away before we sign off here. Yeah, for sure. First of all, thank you guys for having me on. This was a blast. Um, but, yeah, if you guys want to follow Sweet Pads on Instagram, it's at Sweet Pads, no spaces. Um, I do have Twitter, but not really active on it for Sweet Pads. but it's at SGP Insta. Um, kind of slightly got a lot of it. Um, and if you care about me and want to see my personal accounts, uh, my Instagram is mrocky35 and my Twitter is mrocky29. So. Beautiful. Mike, thank you so much for your time. We'll definitely do this again, man. We'll catch up later in the season or something, see what you've been up to and, and, and chat again. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me, fellas. Thank you. Of course. Have a good night, man. We'll be in touch. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay tuned for uh, episode next week to episode 38. We'll be back. Thanks again, everybody. We appreciate the support. Peace.